there, everybody. It's Tamish and Tracy back with the podcast to talk about some of The Walking Dead. We're already at episode 913. So we only have three more episodes after this. It really hit me last week that we were halfway through the second half, that this is the season's, you know, will be coming to a close. It always just moves so fast for me. But um, tell us about this episode, Tamish. What's, What's it called? All right, so we're coming in, like Tracy said, at uh, episode 13, and we are titled Choke Point. So this is when we are delving deeper into the whispers. Yes. Yes. (laughs) We're delving deeper into their camps and figuring out exactly who they are. We got some more information on a couple of scarier characters that... Mm -hmm be talking about yes and and we got to find out um the what is it what happened to some of our uh maybe your favorite character that was taken we got to find out and that was like a result that we actually saw an ending to we saw some great battles Mm -hmm. questions answered and as usual, um, the smartness of some of our oldie but goodies came through and death was avoided and averted. Mm-hmm. And we got to see uh, what exactly the fair was, well, the beginnings of it, at least. Yeah, we got a little glimpse of it. Yeah. A little glimpse of it. And we got a lot of strategy, thus the name, choke point. It's a, it's a strategic term for, it's a term for a strategy of kind of making a... Um, everything coming to one point, a uh, bottleneck kind of. And so we're going to get into how Daryl and Connie, I'm going to give a lot of the credit to Connie, uh, made the decision to go up high because walkers can't climb, supposedly. And so that would limit it to just the whisperers. So that would, you know, eliminate the walkers and then narrow it down to um, trying to eliminate them one by one. But we'll get into that more shortly. So we're going to go back, continue with our good, bad, and the ugly with four different characters. And we have made our selections. And Tamish, would you like to go first with your usual? Y'all see how she did that? (laughs) You see how she just threw that in? Oh, with the usual. Like walking into into a bar. I'm like, oh, I'll just take the usual. Yeah. Yeah. Tracy has jokes, but that's okay. That's okay. My usual uh-huh. is Daryl. And right. everyone knows that. Everyone knows that. I will say that uh, this last episode, I was, <laughs> what is it, curling my toes a little bit. Ah. <laughs> and I said, I, I literally sat there for a hot, say, five seconds. And I really thought, oh, oh. I said, they are, might really take him out. And then reality set in and Daryl did what he did. That says a lot for you that that it actually got you for five seconds. 0.5 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Because usually you're just. Is that even a second? Oh, 0.5. Okay. Is that even a second? No. It was a a fleeting thought. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It caught your attention. Yes, it did. And like I said, for that for that millisecond, if it was in there, I, I literally got a little, like an inch of a prickly. Okay. I didn't really. I just kept thinking, how's he going to get out of this? But you proceed. You know why you didn't? 
Because you don't have the shirt that says, if Daryl dies, we can riot. <laughs> oh, oh, my friend. I have a, a bracelet that says that, though. It's oh! one of the, that is the first thing I purchased at the Woodbury shop in Sonoy. I bought. Which you all should visit, by the way. Yes, you should visit. Um, it was at its first location when it was much smaller. And I got the little, if Daryl dies, we riot um, bracelet and a stay in the house Carl t-shirt. Those are my first two Walking Dead purchases. But I digress. Carry on. So, yes, I chose Adaro as my one of my first characters, Tracy. Mm -hmm. So the good the good was that we actually had great conversation from Daryl. Daryl did a lot of talking. No, for me, seriously, the good was that Daryl did what he does best and he tracked. And he yeah. was very, he he did really good tracking, and I'm glad that he stayed committed to finding Henry. Mm-hmm. Um, and I knew he would find Henry because he's a very good tracker. And I am excited that he also um, accepted his partner to go with him, mm-hmm. Connie. He so, didn't have much of a choice. But. True, true, but, true. But he, 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 he could have been mean. Yeah, yeah. He he included her. Yeah. You're right. So he could have been mean about it. Yeah. Uh, so we got that. So that was my that was my blend of good okay. that went in there. So I had to add that in there. Uh, my uh, bad uh, for uh, Mr. Uh, Daryl was when he went to the camp, had the Whisperer mask on, went to get Henry, and he picked up Lydia also. Okay. So that was my bad. I think they should have left her. I don't care. I think they didn't. Daryl didn't grab her. Henry grabbed her, right? Henry said, I won't go without her. And that's when Daryl should have popped him over the head. (laughs) Daryl is strong enough to carry Henry. He carried deers. He carries meat back to eat. So that was was my bad because it it brought on a lot of other issues. Mm -hmm. Ah, so that's bad. Bad. Yes. What about when he uh, assumed that Beta was dead in that elevator shaft? That's kind of bad. Well, I would actually call that ugly because I, I actually, I'll actually give that a half of my ugly. Oh, okay. And the reason being is because as long as Daryl has been in this apocalypse, you know, you always make sure someone is really gone. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when people get bit or go down, you wait a second and you always stick that, you know, right in their brain. And mm-hmm. so I was uh, surprised that he was like, yep, done, you know, finishing and wiping his hands off and then walks away. And I was kind of like, mm, wait a minute. I was I was not surprised that okay. made it up out of that elevator because, first of all, the way that the cinematography went, which was excellent, they focused on it a little too long. Like, they stayed mm-hmm. over there a little too long. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no. Okay. But my, um, but my other, um, ugly, my, my other ugly was when he, uh, <laughs> locked Lydia in that closet. Wait, and hear me out. Because, remember, my bad was that she shouldn't have come anyway. He should have let Lydia fight. He should have let Lydia get in the fight and get killed. 
Lydia is going to bring so much onto this, onto these communities. It's not even funny for for the heart of Henry. Henry mm-hmm. can find another love in the apocalypse. He will mm-hmm. get over Lydia. Okay, I got to make a note. Let's see, notes. Tamish does not like Lydia. Okay, got it. <laughs> now. So that was so my and, and you involved dog. How yeah. can you involve dog in this? <laughs> I was. Uh, like, wait a minute, you put dog in there with Lydia? So that, but that was my ugly because for the simple reason that Lydia is now a part of this clan and it's going to cause more heartache than help. And I know that it's going to bring the whisperers even more onto their communities because because they have Alpha's child. Mm-hmm. They have Alpha's child. So for those, that was my good, bad, and my two uglies. Okay. All right. Well, since we've been talking about Beta, I'll go ahead and talk about him a little bit. I mean, the good is that we got to see a lot of him. I mean, good, bad, whatever you think about him, he's, you know, an iconic figure from the comics and, you know, also in the show. I mean, just his size and um, his wardrobe, everything about him is just so, it's well, unique and just, um, like, impressive you know um one maybe good thing i don't know it's i'm still on the fence he he tries to show some kindness to that fellow whisperer that and was bit at the beginning i guess he was bit by one of the walkers that came through that daryl and them brought through he had the big bite on his neck yes and you'll always be a part of the whispers yeah and he, Mm. he he so it's like he was trying to be consoling or you'll go tell his wife and all that. But if he was really merciful, he would have stabbed him through the head. I mean, he was allowing him to become a walker and the guy was accepting it. He's like, I'm going to be one of them, you know, a guardian. Um, but why so, does that surprise you, Tracy? The, they believe the world is dead. No, no, it doesn't surprise me. It, no, it doesn't surprise me. It's just that the only good thing I could come up with was that he was trying to sort of console this guy, but ultimately he wasn't, he was letting him turn into a Walker and was not still not being merciful. So it's my roundabout way of saying I didn't really find a lot of good. So <laughs> in beta, the alpha, yeah, the right yeah. hand man. The only good thing is that it's cool to see him on screen. Um, and I like Ryan Hurst. So um, bad. Well, there's so much. Yeah, I mean, just we could do the whole podcast on these folks. But um, it this is more lighthearted. But I can be a little distracted with Beta because uh-huh. he sounds a lot like Darth Vader. He's oh, got, wow. I hadn't he's got the that. He's got the little, you know, he's got the mask over his face. And it's like, you know, it's like he could say, no, I am your father. You know, he has that kind of raspy deep voice and then at when he's with daryl and fighting and he's like where is she where is she where is she i kept thinking of bane in the dark knight rises where's the trigger where's the trigger so he that's keeps, so funny you said that he keeps that's reminding me that's so funny that you gave a, a shout out to darth vader that's so funny well his voice reminds me of those two other other characters you know so it kind, i mean i know i'm being mostly silly but you know it can be a little distracting 
when something makes you think of something else, you know, who do you or, think would win? Who would win? Well, I mean, Darth Vader has lightsabers, so exactly. Yes. Yeah. I'm gonna go with Darth Vader. Darth Vader. Yeah. I think he one, would. Chop, I think he would chop one hand off, and then Vader would still come for him. Well, that's true. Darth Vader may not know where to place the lightsaber. Yeah. <laughs> if it's going with hand chopping. That's not gonna do the trick. But I'm gonna um, have to listen to that, uh, Tracy. Yeah. Go. Go. Yeah. Google you some sound Never. bites of Darth Vader and Bane. I am your father. <laughs> no. I am your father. I am your father. <laughs> Anyways. Um, and ugly, I mean, he just, I kind of, I, I kind of circle back, <laughs> I kind of circle back to my, my good. I mean, even right. when he tries to be good, he's really bad. Yeah. Trying to be nice to that guy and he's letting him turn into a walker, you know, and just, and he's, he's going to be really, really, really PO'd when he gets up out of the elevator shaft. I mean, now, my question to you is, um, okay, so when they were coming into the building where uh-huh. Daryl and Connie and all of them had set it up, and they were climbing, so Beta says to the other whisperers, he says, this is a setup, the mm-hmm. Guardians can't go this way. Right. And so I thought that they were going to find a different way, but they then they all started climbing up this way. So I guess they knew they were going into a trap, huh? I guess, yeah. If, if anybody else has some more intel on that, let us know. Because, yeah, it just yeah, it felt like he was just pointing out, you know, that this is a trap, you know. But what else could they do at that point, you know? Walk away. They could have. That, that would have been a good thing. I could have put that in my good column. Yes. But yeah. guess what, Tracy? You know what he asked, Daryl? Just tell me where the girl is. Mm-hmm. Where's the trigger? Where's the girl see same voice (laughs) same voice Tracy my point circling back if you had just killed or left her there it's all about the girl it's all about the girl there there is a lot of a lot of mess going on because of one girl and as my husband calls him horny Henry he is yeah his first little girlfriend yeah, I mean, yeah, that's there, but they're trying to play up that he cares about her, that Connie cares about her. They're they're trying to draw that in, but it, it's hard for people not to just feel like, Henry, why did you get us into this mess? So. Boy, I can't wait for his mama to get involved. I know. I thought about that when, when Daryl was like, um, when they're heading, he's saying, we're not going to Hilltop. And, you know, that Tara had made a deal with them so they can't go back there. I was like, what is Carol going to think? This whole thing was for him to go to Hilltop, become a blacksmith. I mean, yes, Daryl has protected him, but he's also thrown him completely off course of his, you know, curriculum. So. And and just so I'm clear, they can't go back to Hilltop because the whispers will follow them there. Right? No? I mean, I I don't know exactly the specific terms of this deal, but I, I guess when they made that trade, you know, they gave Lydia for their two people, I guess they promised that they wouldn't mess with them anymore or interfere. So 
And we know everybody follows all treaties and agreements, so. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> so. This is really funny. I can't, I can't wait for Beta to get out that elevator. Uh-huh. He's going to be mad. This is this. You know what? This is this actually might be a battle that I, I'm going to be anticipating because he's going to be gunning for Daryl at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Daryl almost got his butt kicked. I think they pointed out on the Talking Dead, like Monty was talking about the, the stunts for the fight and everything. And, and I did like how they said they kept it really raw. You know, because these are two guys that aren't going to use, like, you know, super smooth fighting techniques. You know, they're just down and dirty. And so I thought that was pretty true to the characters. But Beta, I mean, to me, he's, he because he's so large um, and the voice and stuff, he very much seems like a monster. I mean, sometimes we call them all monsters, but he kind of almost just, I don't know, he really seems like a monster. I am your father. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Who's up next? So for me, I my next character that I chose was Connie. Mm-hmm. Was Connie. Uh, so uh, for Connie, my good was that she uh, t- uh, she went with Daryl. She went with Daryl and she uh, showed everybody that was watching how she was going to communicate with Daryl. And the good was that she was actually smarter um, in a lot of the tracking, not a lot, in some of the tracking than Daryl was, because I, of course we found, I found comedy in that scene where she was like, no, we're going this way. Daryl was like, no, we're going the other way. And then everybody, including dog, even dog, yeah, followed her that way. And she was, you know, she was right. Um, I like, I like how she is, is very strong will. So that was my good. My good was that she went, she, she had that strong will personality even though she couldn't hear, it doesn't matter. She was still a, a person to be messed with. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, just like Yumiko said, oh, Daryl will be fine. He's with Connie. Right. <laughs> Instead exactly. of the other way around. Connie is the one that's going to be um, protecting Daryl. She's very savvy. So there you go. And then my bad uh, was with uh, Connie. <sighs> My bad was when Connie, I guess, split up from, I guess she was supposed to be with Henry, right? This is when uh, they were already uh, at the, what is that, the abandoned building? Uh Uh-huh. And then they all went their separate directions. And didn't Daryl say, you stay with her? You stay with her. Oh, and he ended up alone. Right. And Connie and Henry wound up going separate uh, directions. Yeah. And I think the bad, which wind up being okay, was she was by herself, and then, but because she was able to see that reflection, she didn't get hit by that arrow. But that yeah. was pretty bad because I was just like, whoa! I was because I thought she was gonna get taken out, and so that was pretty bad for me. Not following instructions and not listening. They were not listening. And then for me, the um, ugly um, for B was. And I'm probably going to get <laughs> for this one. But my ugly, again, falls back on Lydia. Yeah. I miss Lydia how um, Connie really wanted, um, you know, Daryl to be accepting of her and wanted to welcome her into the fold, for lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. And I found that to be my ugly because Lydia, uh, once again, does not need to be welcomed um, into any fold. She's only going to bring heartache and death. 
to them. And I think Connie has a very, very good heart. Mm-hmm. heart there's no place in the apocalypse for good hearts. Not right now. But we, just just before, like you were saying, she's really tough. Yes. Strong-willed. She's yes. very practical yes. about which way they should go, how to make a strategy. But yes. then she does. She has this other side of her that seems like a weakness, you know, her big heart. So apparently you don't care. You don't care that Lydia doesn't have any friends. That's, yeah. Lydia does have friends, the Guardians. Well, there you go. There you go. There you go. So she's she's just fine. No, 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 no. Lydia, this is this is one person they just need to let go. Just need to let go. Saving her is gonna cost a lot of people their lives. Yeah. The grand grand scheme of things. No, it, it it's it's not worth it. But to go back to what you were saying about um Connie, another because that is part of her weakness, that her goodness, which is a great thing to have. But remember when she saved the baby? Mm-hmm. She almost got killed in that instance too. If they mm-hmm. had found her in the bushes or whatever. Mm-hmm. But she didn't let that baby get killed, and so she ran out to grab it. So she's being pulled in two different directions yes yes i um do you think she kept the little you think the having the little notebook with her i mean obviously that's a practical tool if you're if you can't hear you know that's a way to communicate but you know you do associate that with a journalist and she was a journalist you know so it's just kind of fun seeing her with her little pad and uh but that pencil is not going to last very long mm-hmm. the nub you know Technically, like I said, it's already knives. running out. Is it a pencil or a pen? Because I, I think it was, it's, I heard it. That's why I didn't know why he dipped it on his tongue, but then it was scratchy sounding. So it seemed like a pencil. I don't know, but they have knives. They can sharpen it. Are they, knives, I suppose. Are they better learning sign language? Yeah. So that was my good, bad, and ugly on this tiny. She seems to be becoming quite a favorite. With the fans out there on social media. Really? Yay. People really like her. Now, here's a question for you before we go on to my my person. Um, people were talking about shipping the two of them. Any thoughts there? Yeah, no. Yeah, no? Okay. No. And the reason I say that is because Daryl and Connie deserve their own love interests. They need to be friends. They need to be good friends because they're very both very strong willed. Mm-hmm. I think that that would diminish that strong willedness, if that's the right. word, to mm-hmm. put them in a relationship. Yeah, they're like good partners, like cops together yes. or something, you know. Yeah. So I'm with I, you on that. The oddest pairing. What about um, the <laughs> mullet and um, Connie? Oh no. Mm-mm. See, and the reason we would say no, that's what would make it a very interesting pair. Just saying. It would it would make it interesting. Even though I don't like the mullet, but you know. Yeah. They haven't done a whole lot with him this half of the season, except for him, you know, intervening on Rosita's behalf and her relationship and all that proclamation of love stuff. But uh which is messy. I think they they need to give him a more interesting storyline and not keep him in that mode where he's always talking with the, you know, all the crazy words and descriptions and stuff and doing the scientist, you know, type stuff. I mean, it just, it's kind of like a one trick pony thing. I think they need to 
show some more. I mean, I guess I guess the fact that he's admitting his love for someone is is something different. But I don't know. I just want to see more if we're gonna. He should have died. died. <laughs> Saviors, traitor. The mother is still a traitor in my eyes. But okay. Yeah, but he, he saved him in the end. End of season eight. Got people killed. He, he reverse engineered those guns, and otherwise right. they would have been gone. They would have been toast. But that doesn't carry any weight with you. I get it. All right. Uh, Carol, we have to talk a little bit about the kingdom because uh, we spent some time there in the episode. And so she gets involved when they have a new threat. Some of Diane and Jerry, some of them come back from a mission or a run, whatever. They don't have their armor and they got this rant. They got bushwhacked, as Jerry says. It's got all their armor taken from them and their stuff. And there's this ransom letter from this group called the Highwaymen. And I guess that was the little insignia that we saw, the little kind of like the pie sign. I guess that's for Highwaymen. Um, and so, you know, Jerry's addressing it like a threat. You know, what are, what are we gonna what are we gonna do here? But Carol, a good thing. She uh, she kind of she's good at looking at the looking at the big picture, like not just assuming that it's something bad just because it's a ransom note doesn't mean that they're, you know, terrible, awful people and that they can't work something out. You know, she kind of keeps her, her mind open. So but they do go and, and check them out. And of course, she ends up making that deal with um, the movies because, you know, they offer what did they offer them originally? Like rights to come to the kingdom and, and participate in the fair oh yeah and they're like what? they were like what <laughs> and and she realized that 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 wasn't going to be you know currency Enough. for yeah. them yeah so she offers the movies and they light up you know so i mean it's good that she stays open-minded and is clever you know of course you could see Ezekiel looking on her like how proud he was of her and how smart his queen is, you know. So score one for Carol. Score one for Carol. And mm-hmm. she's and the only reason I think she's like that's because she's in love. It's caused yeah. her to be calmed down. Otherwise, I think she would have just killed him. Okay, so you so the love is making her more multidimensional, you think? Yep. Okay. I do believe that. I believe that's that in the fact that she's married and has a child. So yep. At least for now, um, we don't we don't know. Henry is causing trouble, you know. So we hope that she's reunited with Henry. But she is starting to wonder about him. So well, she asked. Yeah, and Derek is not gonna lie. Henry's not there. Daryl's not back. Yeah. where are they? Yeah, it's a wrap. So it's a bad situation that she's worried about her child. But it's also good, like you said, that she's like, you can't fool me. You know, oh, they're supposed to meet us up with us. She's like, no, really, where are they? Where are they? Um, this is Carol. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I like seeing her in the story this week and, and seeing how she's sort of evolving, like you were talking about, and can see different points of view. She's like a good detective. She's like, this is grammatically correct. You know, this this is not your typical you know, thing. Oh, the best thing too was when um, she said, "Oh, it's not them. 
about Jed's group. Yeah. That was awesome. That was funny. But that was funny. It's yeah, not. that was. And we know why it's not them, girl. <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> and the fact that they just take her word for it, you know, it's just funny, too, that they're not like, well, I don't know. Maybe they seem kind of. <laughs> no. Don't even mess with it. Which, see, that's when we saw Carol, the, the Carol we know, come back in that moment. <laughs> when Jed disappeared. The only bad thing I can really think of is that she has continues to push for this fair. I mean, it just, it could be a big, not just failure, but, you know, they are making themselves vulnerable. You know, there is the talk of it. The highwaymen knew about it. You know, the whispers are going to hear about it somehow if they don't already know. And it just getting everybody together at once is scary. So, she seems for it, and I don't know if she's if that's more supporting Ezekiel or if she just feels that desperate with supplies that they, you know, really are that hard up that she feels like that's the only way. But she is supporting the fair, and that makes me a little nervous, but it looks like it's well on its way. But I can't think of anything else really negative about her. I will tell you this. Okay. This is getting ready to set up, I believe, what the season finale is going to be. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to be at that fair. Mm-hmm. What is, could possibly go wrong, Tracy? Yeah. Is everybody going to leave the fair happily? No. We're going to have we're going to have some deaths. Yeah. And they, they unless unless The Walking Dead changes its formula, this is the kingdom is setting up for the season. This is the, ah the season finale, and that's what's about to happen. Okay. Like you said, like you just said, everybody's yeah. about to be in one place. Everybody knows that it's happening. Oh, contracts are not being renewed. People are going to die. <laughs> People are in movies. People have other. Yeah, who knows? Oh but well, um, we do like to talk a little bit about predictions. So one question I have for you. Do you think our story is going to extend the season beyond the fair? Or do you think? Are we going to get past the fair onto anything else? Or is this whole rest of the season going to be going into the fair and being the fair and whatever happens at the fair? Yes. I, and I, I hate that I'm saying this, but I do. I think it's going to be about the fair. Yeah. I, I think so too. I, I was hoping they were going to expound upon Neekin's storyline. I, I was, I was, I was kind of hoping about that because right now we're still in the cellar trying to, yeah. Trying to talk yeah. out of it, whatever that means. Yeah, there's a lot they've opened up that they have not resolved. I mean, those X's on Daryl and Michonne's back. Yeah. I, I really thought we were heading, they kind of teased that we were going to get close to finding that out. And now that doesn't really seem to be the focus. But, you know, it could, it could come up. Who was in that bedroom, Tracy? What bedroom? When Michonne opened that door. Laying in the bed when Judith snuck back in after eavesdropping when she was when Michonne was talking to Negan. If you don't remember who there was, there was oh, RJ, right? Yeah, so RJ. RJ is real, right? Oh, he's definitely real. Yeah, I'm well past that. You think so, right? Yeah, they've confirmed it. You sure? The showrunners confirmed it. Are you did, still hold- did they really confirm it? To to my. <laughs> Uh, I'm not trying to get you caught, uh, 
caught up. No, in I believe it. No, I believe it. I, I can't think of the word, but I mean, she can, the Angela Kane convinced me. I felt like, it, yeah, okay, I got it. All right. I do, but do you? Right. No, no, no. Okay. So I think, I think that he is real and I think yeah. he was going to get pulled from under us somehow with that. I don't know when, but I think it's good. I think that they, they said just enough for them to be able to back out of that to say, well, this is technically what we really said, you know, that's why. Oh, so you're suspicious. I am. Okay. All right. I am suspicious. And then yes, the Negan storyline. Okay. He gets out, he comes back now. What, you know, that's, that's outstanding too. So, and what about dog? He didn't, he's on the, I mean, he's on his own, right? He's on his own. So we got dog. Then we got the Rosita triangle. Yeah, you're right. Got a lot to potentially cover in these three episodes. And I'm worried that we're not going to get to them all. Tracy, we never get to it all. And that's how they, they swing it back around for the next season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then you can't. Okay. So let me say it like this. I don't want them to try to get it all in there because it'll be messy. Some, something will get cut short if you try to solve all of that at this point. Yeah. I would, I would be nervous for them to try to tackle all those. Yeah. I wouldn't feel like everything would get the attention that it needs. But if you could, a question, if you could tackle one storyline to bring it to a conclusion or to some type of answer that would satisfy you, what storyline would that be? Or whose storyline would that be? Well, I want to get through the fair. I'm like, let's, I do want that. But I think that's kind of a given. It seems to be. But so okay. one other storyline would be the X's on their backs. The X's on their backs. Uh-huh. I need them to bring closure to Negan. You do. Yep. Yeah. I need I need this evil villain guy that took over our lives from seven to now to to have some type of closure. For me, he's just kind of out of sight, out of mind. If he's See? not so I, I'm not like pressing to resolve it because I just when he's not there, I don't really think about it. And then there you go. Yeah. There you go. There you go. So I am anticipating the season is going to end with some in some dramatic fashion at the fair. That's my prediction. Yeah. All right. We'll have to see what happens next week. How far <laughs> we get. Because who else is coming? Because they keep saying Oceanside. That's interesting, too. They've got the Oceanside banner, and we haven't seen anything from them. That Not a peep. Uh uh-uh, uh, no one. So I'm like, when are they going to start traveling to the fair? And so, yeah. And um, so we're left with Daryl and Lydia and Henry going to Alexandria. Any thoughts on how that's going to pan out? I think Carol is going to go out to look for her son. Okay. And, and in the midst of that, there's going to be a battle. Okay. With the whispers. Mm-hmm. And then you want to, huh? You want to showdown with Alpha and Carol? Ooh, would you like that? That really be a showdown though? Because Carol would whoop yeah. her honey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's not gonna best up Carol. All I think the only way that it could possibly happen is if she gets a hold of Henry. Alpha gets a hold of Henry. Yeah, yeah. And then Carol might be like, "Well, wait a minute, take me." Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. I would agree with that. Where was Alpha this episode? So the the question is, when the walk the guardians, excuse me, attacked the camp, what where did Alpha go? 
Yeah. Because Alpha was in there, she put on her mask right away. Yeah. Is she walking amongst them? Okay. So I'm not, I mean, because I, I didn't. So she started in intermingling with the guardians and we lost her. And she was looking around. So she's out there somewhere. Okay. All right. I was like, did I miss something? Nope. But I think it was good that we didn't have her this week because it, it, they needed to really flush out. Baby. Yeah. I agree. So. It was good. It's a good episode. Well, I'll, yes, I, th I think I think that it was okay. Uh huh. Yeah. So, so we'll look. I look forward to uh, episode fourteen. Are you gonna be able to watch um, and listen to Beta now without thinking about Darth Vader? <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> I am your father. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Anything else we want to? No, you all send us your questions, your our comments, your disagreements. We take them all and we'll talk about you. So if you submit it, you have to be ready for your name to get called out. There you go. We definitely, I definitely want to hear who, uh, who agrees with Tamisha about Lydia. So hey. I'm not necessarily disagreeing with Tamisha about Lydia. I just, not you know what she's doing? She's getting the games ready. She's getting the games ready well, for the community. <laughs> first, I have to evaluate what Lydia has to offer to the craft curriculum. I mean, before I make a decision, if you know, you know uh, what game? Wait, I think I think she would be good at uh, shoots and ladders. Are uh, what is that? What's it? Is it hang hangman? Hang, oh yeah, you know what she'd be good at? What? Making those paper bag masks. Oh boy, but up, bump. All right. On that. On that note. On that note. <laughs> All right. I think that's it for tonight. Yes. Thanks for listening. You yeah. can find us at Tamish Tracy, T A M E C H E T R A C E Y, on Twitter. And you can find the podcast on iTunes or you can go directly to. Um, the website so many shows.com and find us there as well as a lot of other shows. Yes. That's it. Peace. Check you later. Bye.